Have you ever been tempted to give up or check out in your walk with God? Have you been at a place in life's journey where you felt overwhelmed and overshadowed by life's obstacles, setbacks, or heartaches? It could be you are at such a place right now, a place where you are hungering for hope. If so, then Hope Along the Journey podcast is a ministry of encouragement created specifically with you and others just like you in mind. And now, here is your host, Mark Cravens, to share a word of encouragement with you today. Thank you so much for listening today to Hope Along the Journey podcast. Hi, friend. I'm Mark Cravens, your podcast host, and we're delighted that you've joined us today for what I believe is going to be a very exciting podcast. I have, by way of Zoom with me today, Kristen Schindler. Kristen, welcome to the Hope Along the Journey podcast. Thank you, Mark. I'm so glad to be here with you today and with your listeners. Yeah. You, Kristen, you and I have been talking a long time. We've been communicating for uh, probably two or three months. We've been talking about this. And finally, the day has come uh, that we we can share together today. And, and I know you've got a, a wonderful message. Uh, you've got a wonderful book, and we're going to be talking about that in just a few moments. But for those of you that do not know who Kristen is, she is a mom, a wife, uh, she's an author, she's a podcaster, she's a coach with a servant's heart to uplift and encourage others. I, I love that phrase. Uh, she's also involved with a mission work in Sri Lanka. And I didn't I didn't tell you I was going to tell this, but I'm going to tell something on you. You're, oh, no. You're also a beekeeper. I am a beekeeper. Yeah, I'm just like, and I know you wear all kinds of other hats. I I know, I know few people who wear as many hats as you do. Hashtag all the things. Yeah. That's what my mom always says. <laughs> Which is actually the title of your book is titled All the Things. So, and that's what we're going to talk about in a little bit here. But if you would, Kristen, just kind of tell us a little bit more about yourself or about your family and and uh, just kind of give the my audience a little more in-depth look into who you are. Sure. Well, thank you again, Mark, for having me. I'm really excited. Um, so my name is Kristen, and for many years, um, I was kind of like a dandelion in the wind when I was a young girl. My dad was in the military, and we traveled all around the United States. Um, and I've actually traveled outside of the States when he was in other places, even when I was an adult. Um, but I think as a young girl going from place to place and place to place, I just was someone who loved to meet people. Um, and my kids now, I have three children. My oldest just graduated high school. We homeschool. We've been homeschooling for the last four years. Um, and my middle boy is a sophomore this year, and my little girl is going to be in sixth grade. And every time we go somewhere, they're like, oh, mom knows somebody. Oh, mom's talking to somebody. And even a stranger, you know, I can see common connections with right, people. And right. they're like, come on, we want to go to the next door, you know, right, or whatever. Right. Um, but it's it's interesting, you know, when you look at the things and the giftedness that, that you have or the mm-hmm. things in your life that um, have just, you know, really kind of filled your heart. And for me, connecting with other people and hearing their stories is mm-hmm. one of those things. Right. Um, professionally, I started as a teacher um, and I taught in the public school for 20 years and I taught mostly middle school. And, um, you know, over the last couple of years, when I've thought about my teaching in the, in the public school, I taught mostly language arts with a couple other things mm-hmm. here and there. Um, but 
the thing that I loved most was getting to know the kids. It wasn't the content. It wasn't the, the subject matter. It was the, the heart of the child and really encouraging them. And um, so it's very, it, it makes such a good transition into what I want to do now. Um, I left public education after 20 years. I just felt that the Lord was telling me that it was time for something new. And um, so I did Montessori education for two years. I ran an adolescent program. And so I actually went to Ohio and was trained for a summer. Um, and we ran an adolescent program where we started beekeeping. That's where I got introduced to that. Um, but it was also a time for me. I went away for those five weeks and I just was in charge of me mm -hmm. and my learning and my, you know, physical health and resting. And it was truly a gift because it also reminded me about what the importance of education is mm -hmm. and how kids learn. Um, and so then I did that for two years and then that program shut down. We didn't have enough kids the, the, for the third year. We had some administration changes mm -hmm. and it was, I grieved that loss. Um, we were working with a farm. We would take the kids kayaking. I taught horsemanship on Wednesdays and it was just the most beautiful thing, mm -hmm. but you know, God has a way of shutting doors and we want to, we, we will let our fingers get so pinched in there to try to keep those doors. <laughs> yes, open. we do. Don't we? And, um, but I think what he, he was preparing me for the realization of homeschooling my own children and the needs that they have. I have two um, extraordinary learners who are dyslexic learners and traditional education doesn't work well with them. Mm -hmm. And I needed to be reminded to follow them. And so that leaving the working full-time outside of the home realm brought me home. Mm -hmm. And that's where the book was birthed. Like the thoughts of what are all the things that I thought parenthood and motherhood um, was, is when, you know, before I had children, when children were little, like mm -hmm. what the, all the things that were the most important were, and really all the things that encompasses and not mm -hmm. just as a parent, but mm -hmm. just as a person, as a believer. Mm -hmm. um, and so I had a lot of people kept telling me over the years, you really need to read, write a book, you really need to write a book. And um, so I finally thought, you know, I have these stories in my head of true things that happened with my children or true events, things that I felt, and mm -hmm. I feel like it could speak to other people. Mm -hmm. And so I know that closing that door, although it was painful, was a way for God to put me in a place to be able to birth mm -hmm. this message. That's incredible. And it is amazing how God shuts one door, and and sometimes, again, a door, like you said, we don't really want to see closed, but, mm -hmm. but God has something else, and everything is like a preparation for the next. And, and as mm -hmm. we look back, would you not agree, as we look back in our lives, it's kind of like you can see where all of this has been leading to where God has placed me today. And it's all been preparation for that. Yeah, especially, you know, we, one of an aspect of my life is the financial component of always having been a working woman. Mm -hmm. Like I was always, you know, I had my own apartment before we got married. You know, I was working before my husband and I met. Um, and so when we got married, you know, I, he and I were equal in the financial, mm -hmm. you know, what we brought to the table. Um, and so when I took the second, when I took the job away from public education, my friend who owned, ran the school, she said, you know, I can't pay you what you're making, you know, and I took basically a 50% pay cut 
to go to this other school. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, you know, I was at such peace because I said, it's not about the money. I just can't keep doing Mm -hmm. this other thing. That's Mm -hmm. not in alignment with my beliefs and just what I feel like God's calling me Mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. Well, God was preparing me because then when that closed, I went from from a 50% pay cut down to a 0% pay cut, you know, I took it all away. Um, And my husband, my my husband was actually the one who said, Hey, you know, why don't you just homeschool? Mm -hmm. Um, And it was supposed to be temporary. It was supposed to be just to get our, our middle son until this year or last year when Mm -hmm. he would have started high school. Um, And, you know, God had other plans for that too. But, um, you know, every time we worried like, Oh, how is this going to happen? God stepped in. And so it, 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 you know, strengthened our faith in not worrying about, you know, that next step to just Mm -hmm. be obedient in what you're being called to do. The rest will figure itself out. Yeah. As they say, where God guides, God provides. And, and that's Mm -hmm. more than a bumper sticker. That's really true, isn't it? It is very true. So, which brings us to the book. Tell me, uh, when did you write the book? When did the book come out? All the things is the title of the book. Yes. So I actually, I love a good story that it's kind of like when I used to be in the, in the middle school and the kids would write a story. I would tell them, okay, when I'm grading this at home, I'm going to be reading this with my cup of tea or cup of coffee. And I want to start like a, like a roller coaster ride. Like I'm strapped mm-hmm. in, I'm ready. And I'm going to go on all these twists and turns and come back. And I don't want to come back to a flat place where I got on. I don't want to be left on a loop-de-loop and feeling like, what's happening? (laughs) And so a lot of times when I was reading um, books that were written by wonderful, you know, Mm -hmm. Christian women, sometimes I felt like they were very, um, you know, they they didn't have a good closure Mm -hmm. for each chapter sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I know like as a busy mom, if you, you know, you don't always have time to, to read something continuous and be able to remember what the last couple chapters were. Um, so I wanted to write something that um, someone could pick up at any time and they could just, you know, haven't read, read for, you know, a couple of days, weeks, months, and then they could just jump back in and not feel like they were lost. But a lot of times when I, sh- when I've shared stories, when I was in the classroom or with friends, they were real life stories that had happened to me or, just ways that I thought about the world. And I have one dear friend, her name is Maggie. And I would say something and she'd say, who says stuff like that? Who thinks like that? And I'm like, that would be my brain. <laughs> you know. Um, so, so there, but there was one particular, um, I went and met a girlfriend for lunch and she had been one of my student teachers many years ago. And she said, I, and I'd been blogging and I had been, you know, doing some mm-hmm. things on Facebook and just kind of sharing my heart. And um, she said, you know, have you ever read this other person? And and I said, yeah, I have read some of her stuff. And she's like, you know, I feel like you're her writing doppelganger, but you're funnier. And I thought, well, that's very nice of you, you know? Um, and so she, we met for lunch. She goes, I actually got a copy of her newest book here. And so she gave it to me. And that was right before um, summer break. And so I went on summer break and we actually went back East. My, my grandfather had passed away and, um, my mom and dad had rented a place for us to be able to go back East where all my family is from. And I got to actually read the book from cover to cover because the kids, we were out doing things all day. And then I had time by myself in the night. And there was an event that happened on our trip 
And I actually, I'm going to tell you what chapter it is. It is called, um, the art of listening. Mm -hmm. And an event happened when we were in New York, we actually went to New York city and a dear friend of mine who I knew when I was a young girl, she came with us that day. And um, none of my children at that time had cell phones with them. My oldest had a cell phone, but we had taken the cell phone away um, as a consequence for, um, you know, not using it wisely. And so we didn't give it back to him before our trip home because we wanted him to spend time with cousins and not be, you know, engrossed in his cell phone. So, um, so my, my dear friend went with us um, to New York City and she was going to show us the, you know, we'd been there before when the kids were littler but she goes there all the time. And so one of the things that happened that day um, was that we were waiting for a subway for, for one of the trains. And she turned to me and she said, I just want to let you know that something happened when my kids were about your kids' ages, your boys. And if we get lost on the train, we get separated, then there's something that we need to do. And I, I hadn't even thought about getting separated on the train, honestly. Like, I just thought we were all together. We're going to stay together. You know, we're not, there was like three adults, three kids, like mm -hmm. we're one-on-one -on -one basketball. Like we're good. We're man to man. We're got it covered. <laughs> and, um, but she went on to say that if, if somebody had to step off the train or got pushed off the train because of all these people coming on or leaving right, right. that, um, what we needed to do is just, everybody would get on, would get off at the next stop. And the person who got left behind We'd get on the next train and get off the next stop. And so we would mm -hmm. find each other. Because even if you have cell phones, Mark, there's no cell phones coverage in tunnels underground. Oh, I know. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So what happened is my husband and my older son, who was 15 at the time, mm -hmm. um, he was next to the door. And I was with my older, my middle boy, and my friend was sitting with my daughter. More and more people kept coming on and were getting closer to a very busy time of day. And my son and my husband were together. But then every time people would get on, they would get separated a little bit more. And my son was holding on the center rails, you know, in the center. Well, finally, there was a big group of people that needed to get off at this certain stop. And my husband stepped off of the train. And my son was at the doors of the same train car and he saw his dad step off the train and he stepped off of the train, not knowing that my husband was just doing that to let people get off. And then my husband stepped back on the train and my son didn't. And the doors shut. Oh, wow. Wow. And there we were in New York city. And mm -hmm. all I heard I didn't see it transpiring, but all I heard was my husband screaming and pounding on the doors of the glass of the subway saying, get on the next train and get off the next stop. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I just was like, Lord, I have no control here. Like you have got to have my child. Mm -hmm. um, and I still have three children. Yeah. He didn't have to start living on the street. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, what, what was interesting about that situation is 
we got off at the next stop and my friend who had told me mm-hmm. what to do, she came up to me and she was panicked and she was like, what are we going to do? And I said, we're going to do what you told us to do. Mm-hmm. We're going to wait mm-hmm. for him here. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to pray that when you were speaking, he was listening because, you know, at this point he was, you know, 15 and a half. He was, you know, he may have just turned 16 actually, but 16 year olds in a city. Like, I didn't know if he was looking at someone who had spiky hair or listening to someone play, you know, the ukulele and getting tips. Like you just don't know mm-hmm. what they're focusing on. And it seemed like forever, but it was just a little bit, you know, a couple minutes and off he saunters coming over towards us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I looked at him and I said, you good? And he goes, yep, I'm good. And, you know, it was a realization for me that night as I started thinking about that whole episode that as parents, especially, you know, we're so much like, you know, we are children of God Mm -hmm. and God talks to us and hopefully we are listening Mm -hmm. because then we're going to have situations where, you know, we get pushed off the train. We choose to get off the train and, you know, we hope that, you know, our children remember and, and follow the guidelines and, and what, you know, they need to do right. to, to get back on the yeah. train. So that night, um, it just kind of all came together that mm-hmm. night in my brain of writing a book about all the things that I thought parenting and motherhood was, go- you know, was going to be and really all the most important things that it is. And, you know, I thought I was writing to mothers. Like I thought that's who I, my audience was, but I've had so many people who aren't mothers, um, read it. Mm -hmm. And I had a dear friend who said, I'm so glad you didn't call it all things motherhood because I'm not a mom. I've Mm -hmm. never, I will never have children. Um, and she's now like in her, you know, Mm -hmm. sixties. And she said, but as I read it, things that in my life I experienced, I saw it through your lens, mm-hmm. but it spoke so directly to what I was dealing mm-hmm. with too. Um, so that's kind of how it all came together. And then I just started, you know, pecking away mm-hmm. here and there and I would do a chapter at a time. Mm-hmm. I took some of the blogs that I had written before, but I reworked them all and mm-hmm. kind of wanted to have them in that same shape of um, presenting the story and then throwing it back mm-hmm. to the reader um, for them to think about their own life experiences. That's neat. So it sounds like it's you take a lot of these stories and then you you end the story with a life application to where people can make right. a spiritual application. And and that's great because like you said, a lot of us, myself included, we pick up a book and we read a little now and then we might get not get back to it for a few days or maybe a couple weeks and and if it's just and if we've lost track of what's been said, then we, we have to almost go back and start over again. Right. And another thing that I did is I have in the back, Mark, um, I know your readers can't, your listeners can't see this, but I have a section called Digging Deeper. And it's kind of like a small group mm-hmm. um, where you can, you know, basically dig a little deeper. And um, so, for example, the part where um, that chapter with with the art of listening Um, You know, I might ask certain questions about, um, you know, when, when was there a time in your life where you felt that you didn't listen Mm -hmm. to what God was calling you to do? 
Um, and, and, you know, what, how did that make you feel internally? Like what, you know, how, how did you have to, you know, battle through that? Um, or on the, on the positive side, you know, when did you listen? Um, so, so digging deeper is also can be for personal reflection mm -hmm. or for, um, for small group reflection, mm -hmm. for good discussion. That's great. So I added that as well. That's great. Tell, tell our audience a little bit about the acronym for the, for things. Um, cause I really would like, it's a great book. I've looked through the book. My, my wife, you sent us a copy. My wife has started reading the book and really likes it. So, uh, but share with us a little bit about that acronym for things. Sure. So the book, um, so, so it's really interesting. You and I were talking about how you decided to start your podcast mm -hmm. and, um, I had written the book and I, actually did, I released it the weekend that COVID shut everything down in our town. I was having my book signing when everything was shutting down. Um, and I also shortly after that did the audio version of that book. And someone had said to me, why don't you do a podcast? And I thought, I don't, I don't even listen to podcasts at this point. And I'm doing hashtag all the things. I don't have all more time to do this. But God then had another person mention a podcast and another person mentioned the podcast. And so my podcast was birthed. And even though it's called All the Things with Kristen Schindler, I found that through talking to people and just thinking about, you know, all the things the book was about faith and motherhood, but we all have these set of things, T-H-I-N-G-S, because I didn't want my podcast to just be to have moms on it. I wanted to have men, women, people who were married, people who were single. Um, and I, and I really wanted to come up with a way that everybody could come to the table and share their story. Um, and so that this acronym stands for, and, and my, and my podcast really is about balancing your things, T H I N G S to show up strong for yourself, for those you love, and those you're called to serve mm -hmm. and and serving can be in the ministry capacity, but it could be that you're a car salesman and you're, you're serving your clients. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, necessarily in the ministry. Um, and so the T stands for your time, mm -hmm. how you are balancing your time and what that looks like, you know, and there's lots of different ways to do that. Have you ever done a time audit, Mark? Never done a time audit. No. Okay, we'll talk about that later, where I'm going to write that in my notes that you and I need to talk about that. Okay. Okay. Uh, the H stands for your health, and that's your physical health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, um, your mental health. The I stands for your interpersonal relationships, how you are showing up for the people that you love most and who are in your life. Um, what they need for you and how you're showing up for them are not always the same. Right, right. And, um, and sometimes pride can get in the way of how we show up for others. Um, the N stands for saying no and setting up healthy boundaries, not over committing because mm -hmm. we can be people pleasers. Um, and, and saying, yep, I know I'm pointing to myself yeah, too. Yeah. Pointing um, myself here. And especially when something sounds like a good idea, Mark, it sounds so good. Yeah, you want right. And then you just get so, you know, you get spread so thin. Um, the G stands for where you're going and how you're growing. And I believe that physically going places 
and meeting people and that energy between people mm-hmm. and, and, you know, the laughter and just that proximity of being in beautiful places and meeting beautiful people is really pivotal in that growth. Mm-hmm. Um, then the S stands for um, service to self and others. Because just like the old adage, if you don't put the you know, mask mm-hmm. on yourself when you're flying and you're not getting oxygen, you're not going to be able to help other people. Yeah. And so, so what I have found for myself personally, and these are all things because, mm-hmm. you know, I was in the, mm-hmm. I was in the working world for, for 20 years and I was a mom of that for 18. I would, you know, in the, in the thick of it, I was getting up, I was getting three children ready in the morning and I was at my place of work by seven 30 when all of my other three people had been delivered to three different places. And so I know what that's like. And I know what the stress is of, of keeping that kind of a ship afloat. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I also know what it's like to be in the realm that I'm in now where I'm working from home and I'm doing some creative things. Like you still have to show up strong. And when we don't show up strong Mm -hmm. and we show up, we know we can do better. Yeah. And then that self-doubt and all the, you know, that negative self-talk happens. Mm -hmm. And if they really knew I was wearing shorts right now on our Zoom, instead of looking like I'm, you know, I mean, like, who cares? I'm here. Like, we're here. Mm -hmm. But that, but that's what I'm talking about. It's like, when you don't have everything balanced, then things get out of balance. And then they kind of manifest in other ways, being short-tempered, um, you know, not taking care of your health. And that's a big push for me right now because I struggle with diverticulitis, which can be deadly. And I actually had a friend who just passed away from um, that a couple months ago. And for me, it was kind of a wake up call. Like, Mm -hmm. Hey, you need to get this under control. This is the one area of your life that Mm -hmm. you, you know, and my husband even called me out on it. He's like, look, you're the balancer of all the things. When are you going to put your health first? And I was like, (laughs) Oh, isn't that awful when our spouses call us out? That. You know what? I know. <laughs> wow. I know. Well, your book is is sounds so exciting, and and the things you're talking about, uh, no pun intended, but the things you're talking about really are matters of, that we need to be t- taking care of. And I think as we age, um, not that you or I are old. I mean, we're not. You know, no. not that we're old. I'm not insinuating that. I mean, but. As we age, I think we become more aware of the fact that if we don't learn to balance life out and if we don't learn to take proper self-care, then we're not going to be able to show up and be there to do what God is calling us to do and to be our best self, to be able to help others. Because I think a lot of times, do you... I think, do you think that maybe a lot of people, when you talk about self-care, it's almost like people think you're going down some self-centered road of, well, this is all about self and I don't want to be about self. But really self-care is not the end in itself because self-care is about being able to be there physically, spiritually, emotionally, to be able to serve and to, like you said, these relationships that are meaningful to us. Would you not agree that, that that's really what we, the approach we need to take when we talk about self-care? I do. And, you know, I don't think for, for many moms, I think, especially when you're a new mom, 
and your your body is not your own. You know, you are at the beck and call of every need of your children. Um, the, the only way they're going to survive is for you to be selfless. Right. Right. right? And so for a lot of people, um, you know, especially moms, it's really hard to go from watching and doing all the time to letting up and not having to do all the things mm -hmm. all the time for all the right. people. And then what happens is you get to a place and you're like, oh, I, I can go for a walk by myself. Like the house isn't going to burn down, you know, mm -hmm. and, but, but should I, like, I should probably be doing some other things. I'm sure there's something else that I should be doing, mm -hmm. but you know, I think about Jesus in the Bible of when he removed himself from everybody and he went away and he, he prayed alone. And, you know, right. and you think about if the, if the son of God needed to take a break, right. Right. He with his heavenly father, you know, then who are we mere mortals to think that we don't need to have that break That's for so ourselves and, mm -hmm. and not to have mm -hmm. anything, you know, and I struggle with this, you know, I'm, I'm, as you and I have talked, I'm doing something for my own health and I have to work out twice a day. And for me, mm -hmm. that workout quote unquote air quote workout is simply walking for 45 minutes. Okay. And it's really hard for me to not want to put some earbuds in, to not want to listen to a podcast, to not want to listen to some worship music, but you know, I'm forcing myself not to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm forcing myself to be content in the quiet and to really allow God to talk to me and for, for my brain to just kind of decompress. Um, my son, my middle son has been doing this with me. And so um, not every day do we work out together, but on certain days we do. And it's given us a chance to talk about his upcoming school year, things that he wants to do, things and changes that he wants to put in place that will make him feel more comfortable as we yeah, start a new yeah. year. Um, but it's, it's so important and we're so bombarded by information mm -hmm. all the time that if we don't take care of ourselves, we truly can't take care of the people that we love the most and that, and the things that God's calling us to do. I think about the mission work that I'm doing in Sri Lanka and you and I have talked about this at length. If I'm not well and I don't get myself under control, I could fly halfway across the world and have a major diverticulitis flare up and not be able to enjoy anything and help so anyone true. there. Right. That's right. You know, and it's, it's completely, for me, it's completely, um, watching what I'm eating and drinking enough water and moving my body. And it's not rocket science, but when we're not in balance, even doing the simplest of things mm -hmm. is hard. Yeah. Well, that's great. And I really appreciate all that you've said here today. There's just so much and we could talk at greater length, Kristen, but I'd like, as we get to the end of the podcast here, I'd like for you to be able to give like uh, talk about where the people can listen to your podcast, how they can find your website and your book. Would you give would you give that information out here? Sure. So my website is kristenleeschindler.com and it'll be in the show notes. And on that website, I you can go there's a tab that says podcast and you can go there and I have all the podcasts that I've done and I have the photos of the people who've been on my podcast and the show notes there and any links. Um, but then it's also my podcast can be found on any major podcast uh, platform. 
So if you just type in all the things with Kristen Schindler podcast, you'll find it um, on Apple Podcasts, you know, Spotify, things of that nature. Um, my book can be found on my website, but you can also go on Amazon. Um, it's in paperback as well as the Kindle version. And then if you go on Google Play, it's the audio version that I recorded during COVID. That's great. And just so our listeners know, you've, uh, you're getting ready to speak at a homeschoolers convention. What, tell tell yes. them a little bit about what just what you're getting ready to do as we get ready to close here. Tell them what you're getting ready to do. Yes, so there's a new homeschool convention in the Colorado Springs area. This is the first year for it. And uh, my best friend moved to Colorado Springs about three years ago. And so I have connection with her out there. And so they asked me to speak and talk about balancing your things uh, to show up strong. And um, so I'm really excited about that. I'll be going out there. Um, next Thursday, actually. So by the time this airs, I'll have already spoken and you and I can talk. And um, But I am excited about that and broadening. And, and that's, that's really right. what I want to do. I want to speak and, and be able to be mm -hmm. on stages and share the message of showing up strong and balancing your things. Um, because I think it's relevant to anyone, anywhere, mm -hmm. in any season of their lives. It's, it's what we need to do so that we can live our lives well and, and do what God's calling us to do. Amen. Well, that's great. Thank you so much, uh, Kristen. We appreciate you being on the podcast today, and uh, we'll try to get you again sometime back on the podcast. All right. Thanks for having me, Mark. I appreciate it. Oh, you're most welcome. And listeners today, as I always remind you and mean it from the depths of my heart, that Jesus Christ is truly the hope of the world. And if you look to Jesus... He will give you hope along the journey. God bless you, and thank you for listening today. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to know more about Hope Along the Journey, or if you would like to make a donation to show your support and appreciation for this ministry, then visit our website at hopealongthejourney.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you'll join us again for more Hope Along the Journey.